When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Hey guys, before we start the show, we wanted to let you know that we're recording this week's episode in Chicago, which is the first stop on the UUP tour. Right now, we're in the Moxie Sound Off podcast booth at the amazing Moxie Chicago downtown. There's actually a podcast studio in the hotel we're staying at. It's perfect for us, and if you're in Chicago, the Moxie Sound Off podcast booth is free for artists, both pro and amateur, to record in. We love this place, uh, and when you check in, you get a complimentary cocktail at the bar to kick off your stay. Uh, I think this hotel... What do you think? It's, I think it's great. It's very millennial. It mm-hmm. feels like the lobby is awesome. It kind of feels like you're like hanging out in someone's basement, but yeah. like very chill. There's games here. There's like a, a, it's like like a, a good lighting. It's like a modern day saloon. Like yes. you walk in, people at the bar, music going on. Uh, there's the hotel upstairs. You can be down here playing foosball, playing, you know, playing checkers and stuff they got books on the shelves and you can have, they got the taco stand oh yeah the tacos are are great fantastic yeah. i had uh what do you think of the right amount of tacos are for for an for adult an, man for a man for an adult man i would say three tacos seems like i got a good th- amount i got three tacos last night and, and I, I got chips on the side just in case just in case okay. yeah you know like just as in a, case just in case you have self-control none okay but so they're not I'm, just in case i'm like well okay. i'm thinking like okay i got the chips to go with my the waitress came up with the three tacos it was as if she was looking for a party of 30 she was like, where do these go? And I go, I think that's me. She goes, all for you? And I'm like, uh, yeah. You got taco shamed. I got taco shamed. And I, I was like, yeah, this is for me. And she's like, well, I, I kept looking around. She, she wouldn't stop. <laughs> I kept looking around. I was looking, I was looking for a banquet hall. And it's like, <laughs> okay, fucking relax. Where's the rest of your family? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, dad. I ordered a dinner. Uh, Listen, yeah. I, the staff here is very nice. We've I, I, I learned management about awesome. her, but the hotel's went, great. That is, I went to the gym here this morning. It got everything you could possibly need. There's even Starburst, and I would say Starburst at the gym. Yes. What is this, a Planet Fitness? <laughs> so I, I would say the best thing that you can do. I know we have a lot of Chicago listeners. We know that because the show is sold out tonight. We're coming to Cleveland, Detroit, and Toronto. Still tickets available for that those shows, but. I would say this is the perfect hotel to park your parents. Yes. If they're coming into town, it's not, you know, you're not going to break the bank. They're going to have a comfortable hotel that's in the middle of everything, walkable, and that a place that you would want to hang out downstairs that you can go, let's hang at the hotel so, the, so you always have an out. 
So you can be like, yeah, right. we'll have the drinks there. Then you go to bed. Gotta go. Right. You know, there's no. Yeah, then you leave. And yeah. I'll be fine. And you have your life. So this, the Moxie Hotel, is the perfect hotel to get rid of your parents at. Uh, <laughs> at Moxie Chicago on Instagram, at Moxie Hotels, uh, and hashtag all at the Moxie. We're loving it here. Thank you, Moxie it's Hotel. Great. Hello, and welcome back to the You Up Podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. Jordana, it is a pleasure to be back here with you. Same here. I'm very excited. Our first show of our tour is tonight. Tonight. Chicago, Detroit, Cleveland, and Toronto. It's tonight, tomorrow, uh, Friday, and Saturday night. So listen, if you're out there and you're listening and you're in any of those cities... Come on out, okay? We want you. We want you to come out. We're going to be doing deal reveals, which is going through people's texts and translating what's going on. We're doing dating app makeovers. Those are going to be so fun. So much fun. We're doing audience questions at the end of every show, so you can get maybe your question answered. We bring people on stage. It is really a event. It's a party, and you know what? It's a fun time. It's a fun time, and I always say this to on the show, and I want to reiterate this. We know that if you listen right now, you're going to have a fun time just because you have fun with the podcast. You have friends, the friend, the miserable friend that's like, I'm not a podcast person or the miserable friend that's like, I don't go out on weekdays or the other friend that's like, I'm doing a mask on Friday. Those people, we are more worried about having a good time than you because we, we made a show for those miserable fucks exactly. to look us in the eye and go... You were right the whole time. They're going to thank you. They're going to thank you. It's going to be amazing. And we're all going to have a blast. Chicago, Detroit, Cleveland, Toronto. Get those tickets. Betches.co slash you up tour. That's it. Betches.co slash you up tour. I'm just really excited to meet the people because I just did a show in D.C. And the, the people that come to... You know, my shows, because and a lot of them come because of this mm-hmm. podcast and and the people that you have gone to our shows in the past. They're just fun. Yeah. Fun. They're fun people. They don't take themselves too seriously. They're looking to have a good time. Anything goes. It's Any going to be a party. It's going to be a party. We're very excited. Yeah. And as you know, we just uh, we just announced now they're on regular sale. Our, we're coming to New York November 8th as part of New York Comedy Festival. And those tickets are selling really fast. So if you want yeah. them, you should definitely get on it because um, that's going to be. I mean, be I one. mean, we're, we're getting special guests for some of the shows along the tour. The New York one, uh, not to put the other ones, you know, Chicago, Cleveland, Detroit, Toronto, you're going to have a fun time. The New York one, if you're in the New York area, get the tickets now. Don't miss this show. They, Do not. Right, because there probably won't be any left. Yeah, that's not going to be not gonna be hanging around on November 8th. We're not going to be sitting here begging you, okay? Exactly. Not like the people in Cleveland, <laughs> which get your fucking tickets, Cleveland. Um, Seriously. But, but uh, listen. We you, will find you. We'll find we will you. Bring I, you. I'm going to start show. knocking on doors in, in Cleveland. Cleveland. I'll be like, get the fuck out of your house, Baker Mayfield. You're coming. He's the quarterback for the Cleveland Browns. Uh, um, I definitely did not know that. <laughs> I that. Listen. So the New York show, November 8th, uh, that's going to be, I mean, like New York Comedy Festival. Uh, it's just, it's going to be a party. So, and all these shows are party. I, you know, the, what we do live, I don't think there's any. There's, there's no one who does what we do. There's no one that. The that's, live, our, I, that's our tagline. I, listen, I've, <laughs> I've done, I've been working on live podcasts like my own and then yeah. via this, like. 
it's tough to translate the podcast to a live experience, and I think we have uh, done nailed it. it. I think we if we do it. say so ourselves. I'll, I'm patting myself on the back. Yeah, right now. And the only way for you to tell us that we're wrong is if you come and then you say no, you didn't. So that means you have to get your tickets. That's right. What's going on with you uh, right now, Jordana? How's everything in life? Just in life. What do we, we should? I'm a little we hungover. Should. I'm a little annoyed. I'm okay. a little. You know, I have. Do you want to talk about? I don't a, know an issue. I. You know, do you have an issue? I, I we had a I had a fight, but you can go first. So we're both having fights with our significant others. We're 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 doing better now. It was like a last week fight. Okay, I noticed that again. I start a fight with my boyfriend every the same day of my period every month. Well, <laughs> do I, you should just there should be like a period uh, cabin. Where you could go to the cabin. People, get yeah, away people from say people. that like it's a bad thing. Like there used to be that. They're like in biblical times. Really? There was a menstrual hut, and you'd go there Let's for. Bring a, back <laughs> the menstrual hut. You'd go there for a week, and you would just like you'd bleed there for a week. Wait a minute, and I you'd be was, with all the other women who were bleeding. I know that you're joking, but this used to be a thing, and I remember really? reading about it, and I was like, this. Everyone was like, oh, there was so like the back in the day, women were so like torture they had to do this i'm like that sounds amazing i take yeah. a week off work i go to a spa i just like have my period i'm not a danger to society or those around me and then i come back listen i'm i'm totally in favor bring back the menstrual hut let's menstrual hashtag hut. hashtag menstrual hut. <laughs> hashtag menstrual hut hashtag bring it back um because there is i do get in these arguments with my girlfriend where i'll go and then she'll go and then, like, it's all of a sudden, like, the fog clears, and she's like, I, I, I was just, I, I right. was really going through it. And I'm like, this isn't like you getting drunk. You're still a human being. Yeah, I mean, it's, there's, it's not like you can use that really as an excuse, but it's just, like, something where it's, like, we are all, like, prone to our hormones, and, like, sure. sometimes things trigger us more when we're feeling extra sensitive or feeling extra emotional, and that is sometimes, so what, like, a hormonal thing. So what triggered you? <laughs> Um, this isn't like the most PC of conversations, but Listen, I'll give you're you a, in, you're in the, uh, this is the trust tree. I'm right. not here to judge. Okay. I'm going to go with you no matter what you say. I mean, within limits, I think but, you're uh, not going to go with me on this one. Well, but. I listen, I, this is the, this is the home of, you know, we don't speak PC here. We speak honestly and lovingly with each other and then we figure it out. Right. That's fair. So what happened? Okay. So somehow this hypothetical comes up. These always are where we get into our fights about, like, what if I got pregnant, like, now, right? So you said, what if I got pregnant? You decided. I forgot how, I forgot how it comes. We were drinking. We went out to dinner. It's but you decided on his birthday. On his birthday, we're out. We're drinking. Somehow it came up. I don't think I bring it up. I don't oh. remember who brought it up. Hold I don't on. remember. Let's just set the seat. His birthday, yeah. your gift to him is day one of your period. You're bringing up. <laughs> What if I Day got three. pregnant? What? Day, three. <laughs> Day three. Day three. So we're in the middle of, we're in the center of the period hurricane. Right. And yeah. you're like, what if I got pregnant? Like, right. what? There's no his, win for him. And he's in his defense. He had a long day at work. He goes, I really don't want to think tonight. So I'm like, well. <laughs> How about we, uh, I have a couple, yeah, let's take a break and think about the rest of our lives. I have a couple of dirty martinis and I sure. forgot how, I forgot how this came up. It did, I didn't, I didn't just bring it up. Somehow it came up. The dirty martini will get you. It okay? will. It is like you have a moment with a, mar like I'll be like the dirty martini is like, hey, let's make it easier for you to drink vodka. Right, like, basically like, just like two shots of vodka with a little olive juice. That you're sipping on, yeah. that like acting like it's a Gatorade. Exactly, you have two of those. Like, let done. me drink seawater all night. 
Dorinda from Real Housewives of New York says uh, martinis are like breasts. One is not enough and three is too many. That's hilarious. Who wrote that for? Is Dorinda a I don't know. comedy writer? I don't know if she wrote it or she found, or someone. it's originated from someone else, but I thought that was a, a very line. good line. It's uh, what I'm jealous of. I wish I had just said it before you said it so the, I could feel like it was Mar- mine. That martinis are like breasts. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I, I mean, I'm sitting here talking about seawater. Uh, so, so you're on martini two two or two and a half okay let's say. so we're five sh- no one ever does the martini math no one ever goes yeah i'm on my fifth mart you say i'm on my fifth martini you're not saying i'm on my 10th ounce of vodka right <laughs> which, that's true which, which is really what it is yeah yeah so what i'm you- on my fifth drink essentially yeah. because two martinis is four whatever anyway um, so somehow it came up and I was like, somehow, somehow I, I really don't think I wrote it. And he okay. was like, Oh, like, obviously we would just like get rid of that. That was his response. Obviously. He was like, very <laughs> flippant. Right. It was like, he was like, Oh, he's, he's like, like, he's like, he's chopping like, off people's like, heads. Oh, yeah. It was like almost like there was a button, like abort. <laughs> like <laughs> it was like a very easy to say. It is right. interesting. Um, again, we're, we're floating into territory. Right. I don't want to get into Right. We like, don't want, I am pro-choice. Um, of course. As clearly, I found out, so is he. <laughs> <laughs> it right. sounds like uh, right. your boyfriend is is pro, like, you know, five-year-old. We'll see. You know, right. like, we can get rid of that one, too. Uh, right. We'll see if it's good or not. Um, I, It is interesting. And, and this is kind of, I think, where you're getting at is, mm-hmm. like, there is a point where it's like, we're together. Right. We're well, both th- making money. We're is- not 16 and pregnant. Right. Well, that's what I said. I'm like, listen, like. We're here celebrating your 30th birthday. Yeah. Okay? Like, we live together. We've been together for two years. That is, shouldn't be, like, such an immediate decision for you. Like, I was, like, very offended by the fact. I'm like. Your body would, has I'm choice. Like, I'm like, this would be, like, our. He's like, obviously, like, your choice. Whatever. Blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Like, you know, he said the right like, thing. And he said what he really meant. Um, yeah. But I was just like. That obviously wouldn't be just like s- such an immediate choice. And I'm like, I was like, and honestly, like if I really thought about it, I might, I'd probably come to like the same decision after like careful yeah. consideration and like really like wanting to do it the right way in the right time or whatever. But like, it wouldn't be like so obvious. It wouldn't be like, I, oh, like, like smack the, like the button thing. <laughs> like, you know, head. like that, yeah, yeah, that, those yeah. memes with the button. I, I listen, I. I think this is funny because it relates to like if you're single or if you're seeing someone, the audience, if you're not in a relationship, what it relates to is how little men really connect these things to the commitment level of the relationship. Right. Like to me, it sounds like you're saying, how could you be so right away when we're so committed? We could handle this together. Right. Like, why would it be such an obvious choice for you? Exactly. So like, does that mean that you would abort this relationship as easy? Well, that's where that's what was the next um, (laughs) thing. I was like, well, what do you have? Like one foot out the door that you wouldn't, that you don't want to commit to 18 years of like raising this. Funny to me. This is so funny because I'm having a similar argument Mm -hmm. last night. I'm talking uh, to my girlfriend and I, my apartment, I'm having some issues. I, I think I might want to, like, get rid of my apartment. She, and I haven't been, like, involving her with the discussion. Because it's my fucking apartment. You mean, like, sell it? Sell you own it, it, right? I own my okay. apartment. So I was, like, thinking of selling the apartment. So I'm thinking of bringing in people. But, like, the selling process. And please don't DM, DM me, realtors, with your suggestions and all this stuff. But <laughs> let me get ahead. Um, but the selling process, it can be done slowly. And, like, yeah, let's just float it out there and see what happens. Right. I don't need to check in with in my mind i don't need to check in with her on that 
in her mind, she's like, well, my lease is up in April. Like, what, you know. Right. How do you not factor this into like. She literally used the same thing you just said of the back door. She's right. like, you're keeping the back door open. You're keeping open it open, right. To that's be able what, well, to that's sneak what I, out. That's what I interpreted that immediate statement as like, oh, like you're just not, you're not committed to this, ba- this, sure. this hypothetical <laughs> fake baby. You're not committed to me. How could you do this to our baby? <laughs> right. I'm just like, it's. it seems like from, and he was like, I feel like you're taking this very personally. He's like, I wouldn't want to have a baby with anyone that I wasn't married to. And like, in a, he goes in a stable like marriage with. And I'm like, I'm like, well, do you don't think this is stable? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's so funny because uh, <laughs> we, I mean, p- people email us all the time. They're like, he said this, this and that. And now these actions are happening. Like we like we I'm, connect the dots like very so quickly, quickly, very quickly and very like big picture. And like that's that is the, the curse of overanalyzing. Because I think don't think men think that way. No, he and he and I are on the same page where he's like, he's just thinking, you have baby, what do we do? He's not thinking, <laughs> you have baby, how does this relate to how much I love you and how much you love me and whether we're right. stable. And our future and, and the whatever. And, yeah. and, and I do agree, like when, you know, it was proposed to me that doing my apartment stuff without even like acknowledging that she exists I do understand how you would feel that way, how right. you would feel that way about your relationship. Like you would just like get rid of a bit, you know, like whatever. Yeah. Um, and I do understand when the girl says like, he also, he, he gave me a kiss on the, you know, he said he had such a great time, you know, that like those are all right. That's a smaller version of abort the baby. Yeah. It's <laughs> but like, right. It's in like, the same phylum. I don't understand. Right, I'm not, I don't understand how to interpret these signals. It's yes. kind of like, because I think a, a a huge fear of like no matter how great your relationship is going or you think it's going that I think the, the big fear is like oh I could be on like the complete opposite page and you hear about those yeah. people who were like Blind we were talking about a, this yeah. and then they're just kind of like oh like I'm out I think that's where our minds always go to when when we're not factored into these decisions well, it's like he's not thinking about this long term he's not thinking about how I fit into this yeah future. but women do this fucking annoying thing. Where And I just had someone DM me their whole question and we went back and forth a little bit um, about what, you know, their dating issue. And she was like, one of the things she said to me was he said uh, they they had broken up. Okay. And I think this relates because she goes, he 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 told me he's not attracted to me anymore. And I was like, that's a that's a fucked up thing to say. Yeah. And then I kept thinking about I was like. I don't think like I was like thinking in my mind, I'm not like here to accuse. She's asking me the question, but she subtly left out that she asked him if because I said I was like, man, that's such a mean thing to say. That is something I wouldn't say to someone. I'm not a tra- even. But then I was like, well, did you ask him? OK, his, if he was attracted to or you anymore. volunteer that information. He didn't, right. he didn't there, just there look at you and go, right, yeah. you can go, you ugly bitch, I'm done. Like, that's right. not what he said. Well, that's like so the difference it, between like, oh, like you hear people being like, he said he doesn't love me anymore. Well, that usually comes before like, do you not love me anymore? Yes, exactly. <laughs> right. Women, it seems like a lot of times right. women are, in, are, are scandal, like vanity fair reporters right. that are trying to get good quotes. To bring to you their want friends. The sound bite. You want the soundbite. So like, right. and I said to her, I go, did you ask if he was attracted? Did you ask if he was trying to have sex with other people and like why? And like, she goes, well, I did say, and I'm like, 
Yeah, so stop bringing this up as like how evil he is. Like, right. I, like I do agree. That's out an awful context, thing to say. It can, right. It can, Any it can. quote out of context. You know, the quote from this podcast could be, you know, my boyfriend wants to abort my baby. Right. You know, like, yeah. like, so he wants to the, kill all the babies. Well, that's you know? the beauty of sound, of podcast as a uh, as a medium is that sure. you can actually get into things. You but, see the yeah. whole conversation kind of fluidly. But I'm saying, like, it, it does feel like, you know, when you ask these questions, stop being surprised at the answers you received. Right. Stop looking at people and going, like, I, I do understand. Like, you did ask. Right. Well, what he said is, like, I don't understand, he's like, what your deal is because you ask my opinion about these things, but you don't want my opinion. You want the answer that you want. And when, it, and when the answer that you're getting isn't the answer that you wanted, then... You're mad at me, but it's like you asked for my opinion. That's why when someone's getting dumped, I'm always like, stop asking for why. Like the why will right. only get you to whatever they whatever they say for why they dumped you is to get the fuck away from you. So whatever gets you them away from you <laughs> the fastest quickest. is what they're going to say. I, yeah, like, well, why did you end it? I don't know. I, I, I'm I a horrible person. I'm busy. I'm, I'm right. this. I'm that. And then, they, and then you go back and go, can you believe this bullshit he well, said? And it's like, yeah, he said bullshit. To get the fuck away from you. Right. Well, we think we need the why for like closure, but really that, there's no answer that someone could give you where you'd be like, oh, that makes sense. But it is. <laughs> oh, well, you're right. I am right. a mess yeah. socially. I, I, but it's interesting because you're in a relationship where you're going to get the honest response. Right. You got the honest response that kind of stings a little. Well, that's what he says. He's like, I, he's like, do you want my opinion or do you want me to tell you what you want to hear? Yeah. Well, that's why when girls well, are getting dumped by guys and they're asking why, right. they're hearing what they want to hear right. and or what the guy thinks they want to hear. Right. When you're asking for an opinion from someone who loves you and is there for you and is committed, he's going to give the real answer. Right. And that's when fights start. But what that's I, right. reality. Well, what I said about that, which I'm sure like when you went over the the living situation with Jess is like there's a way to answer that question and give your opinion on that that is like sensitive and like it and takes it takes what you think that I that takes your, knowing your audience more into place yeah right so it's like maybe that your answer is the same but it's like you know like I'm not like this is going so well and like I love you so much but um I feel like we both like be so much happier to do this like when we were ready so like i feel like the, the best choice for us would probably like we probably both come to the conclusion that the best choice for us would be to not do this right I, now I, and for me I, that would be like a much that would be like that could a be. better answer for me I, mean, I understand that would be a difficult one to do like a few yeah. drinks deep but that's I like, was like there's a way to express your opinion in a way that is like sensitive and knows your audience and like but you're looking for the answer to be like a press conference <laughs> With a football coach but, after the game. Like, yeah, we got to practice more. And, you know, I can understand why that would be right, sensitive to you. That's a, that I wouldn't want to keep the baby. But, you know, this is a hypothetical baby. Like, that's not how relationships work, right? I mean, shouldn't they, though? Like, where we, like, take each other's, like, sensitivities into into consideration? Uh, to me, that's lying. Like, I, I'm happy. Well, that's what he thinks. <laughs> but I don't think that's, that's fair. I, uh, to me, that creates a bigger issue in the future. Like mm-hmm. you're you're passing the buck at that point. You're saying I'm not going to deal with it. It's a Ponzi scheme. You know that that's a <laughs> that's a Ponzi. Eventually, sc- you have to pay. Eventually, <laughs> you're going to be like, uh, let's abort the baby. You know, like I I I guess. And then it's more sh- at least you're like, you know, I, I don't know. Do we want to be face to face with these answers or not? Do we? 
Well, he's like, you should stop asking these questions because you never like the answers. And it always causes like a three hour fight between us. So and I'm like, well, maybe you should like interpret how I might want the answer. Well, to be. I think both are true. I think you guys are together because you ask the questions and because he answers them honestly. I think like the 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 problem is also the solution. Like, right. I know that's a hokey dokey way to look at it. But like, I mean. I, I just think like sometimes women like I, I'm dealing with this with my relationship right now where it's like we'll have a fight that is like on the precipice of a breakup like and then and then two hours later it's like you're selling your apartment my lease is up in April and I'm like what are you fucking talking about <laughs> like, like you were about to dump me. You like Well now this is where she needs the reassurance that that's what you're doing. I this is the this is the problem like is it, are those all connected? Like mm-hmm. uh, it, you know nothing's in a vacuum. So um, what are you, what are you going to do? Uh I'm going to have the realtor come over and look at the fucking place. I that's all I can really <laughs> Not to put you on the spot. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. For those listening who Anyone are invested looking to buy in, in Harlem. <laughs> let's do let's do the You got, a, ni- you you got a nice terrace. I have that terrace. Listen people, if you're looking for a terrace Know where to find one. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Headliners, Ulta, Fenty Beauty, Levi's, Adidas, and so much more. Seriously, the list seems endless. Rakuten is how the -the in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. Personally, I'll be shopping for beauty and apparel. You can save on everything you need for summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. You know I love to find the best deals while I'm shopping. And trust me, Rakuten is the hack to save money while shopping. Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because members can earn cash back on everything they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category, like beauty, clothing, electronics, travel, and dining. And this week only you're going to get the best deals ever. Membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you can get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best-fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down, and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble, and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems, and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com now available in sizes extra extra small to 4x if you haven't yet be sure to let them know i sent you after you place your order select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows uup at betches.com uup at betches.com let's let's finish our abortion talk with some awkward sex you want to do awkward sex we'll go right to it yeah let's do it i think that's the better move okay go you can read it aj and (laughs) jay 
Just started listening to the podcast this summer. And my friend, my just started listening to podcasts Ooh. this summer. New to the medium. Uh, and my friend suggested yours. I've been addicted ever since. That is how it works. You tell a friend. They tell a friend. You tell, and it's summertime, podcast season. This is the time of year that you spread the word of you up. I'm always laughing, really enjoying hearing your thoughts on modern dating relationships. So I have an awkward sex story that I think is funny. My friends are still in disbelief over. In college, I started talking and hooking up with this guy. We would hook up and talk off and on for a few months, but it was a very weird thing we had. After months of no interaction, we ran... Wait a minute, what? I started talking to and hooking up with this guy, and we would hook up and talk off and on for a few months, but it was a very weird thing we had. Okay, so she's saying they would hook up sometimes and then like not speak for months. Okay, after months of no interaction, we ran into each other and started talking again. The next day, we ended up going home together. Overall, uh, the, over all the times we hooked up, we hadn't had sex. So I was like, why not? Let's do it this time. Well, after we were done for the first time that after we were done for the first time that night, we couldn't find the condom. We literally tore my room apart looking for where it could have gone. A few minutes later, I went to the bathroom to freak out by myself when I decided maybe I should go fishing to see if I could find it. After some searching, I found it and pulled it out. I, I oh. She found the so condom had, inside her. She really didn't explain this well. Yeah, not a great writer. No offense. No, I'm but sorry. thank you for writing in. Thank you for writing in, but let, let's make sure you've buried the lead. They fucked, and the condom is inside of her. Yes. They can't find it anywhere. She decides to go fishing, meaning she's going into uh, the devil's trench. She's going into her vagina to see yeah. if it's there. She After some it. searching, I found it and pulled it out. I casually walk back in the room and pretend to find it on the floor by the trash. Oh, looky here. I Look think what in, I found. in this scenario, I would be like, just tell me you found it in your vagina. Right, like, I, what's the big deal? There's no big deal to me. Um, all was well. And like an hour later, we started to have sex again. Let me preface this by saying this kid was wicked obnoxious. I know where this email is coming from. Um, and upon walking. Is that a Boston thing? Yeah, that's a okay. Boston thing. Uh, and upon walking into my room, took all the Dove chocolate from me and my roommate's candy jar and shoved the pieces in his pockets. That's a bold move. <laughs> that's a homeless guy move. Just going to save these for later. <laughs> well, now yeah. we're having sex again. And once we're done, I noticed something dark smeared on my leg. He asked me if it was blood. I knew it wasn't, but started to freak out, and he surprisingly was very nice about it. I noticed that it was a smear on his stomach, too. I tore back the sheets, and there was a huge, thick, dark stain all over the bed. Upon further investigation, it was all over both of us. It literally... <laughs> Big investigation. I investigated the crime scene. It was all over all of us. Oh, all look at you, Nancy Drew. Uh, <laughs> It well, was all. It, she did plot the scene of the the condoms. So yeah, she's very into like this detective work. She, she knows what she's doing. She framed OJ. It, so. it literally looked like someone had shit the bed. Turns out it was the chocolate that had been shoved in his pockets. They had fallen out and melted on the bed while we were on top of them. The sheets were ruined, and I had to throw them out. So to sum it up, first time having sex with this kid, the condom got stuck inside of me, and we both got covered in melted chocolate. We didn't even have that much interaction after this event, despite my efforts to be friendly and not awkward. Not sure what advice there is to be given here, but I'd love to hear your thoughts or at least give you guys a laugh. What would you name this? Um, I would call this... Uh, Willy Wonka and the Condom Factory. I like that. Yeah. Um, wasn't there a, a boy in Hey Arnold, like Chocolate Boy? Oh, I think so. Do you remember that? I wasn't a big Hey Arnold guy. Really? I loved Hey Arnold. The, the, the cartoon, 
the look of it didn't agree with my eyes. What did you watch when you were a kid? I always watch. I watch everything. I literally watch everything. Like I, I've I've seen like a little bit of You've every. Seen stupid it all. D- I've seen like, I mean, I liked The Simpsons growing up, but like I, I liked like Nickelodeon. Like I would get, I would just dabble. Da- know, around, dabbled around in cartoons. Yeah, yeah. How about that you? sounds like a, an answer that someone's like making up, and they didn't actually like. Yeah, you ever seen something where like someone asked Sarah Palin like what magazine she, she's like re, she political magazine. magazine. Yeah. She's like I read a look at them all, all of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all of them. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I like you know what I loved Recess. Oh yeah, I can I, see that. I loved Recess because I liked that it, the now looking back on it, it took the world and put it on the playground. It was a very smartly written That's uh, true. cartoon show. Yeah. I was a simpler kid. I liked like Rugrats and all that shit. Yeah. The song for Rugrats always annoyed me. I don't know. I don't know. Just didn't I like the concept babies who are speaking to each other. Um, so yeah, I'd call it like chocolate boy, something like that. I don't yeah. know. I mean, this I like the Willy Wonka awkward, thing. yeah, Willy Wonka and the in the Cave of Doom, or Willy Wonka and the and the and the the, the, the pussy condoms. I, I I, what do you think of this? Like, is this doves and fish? I don't know. Smiths. <laughs> <laughs> Smear sex. That's good. The chocolate smeared I all like over that. it. I like that. Would this turn you off? The on, dirty duty? To me, like, this is actually to someone, the dirty duty. The, the, <laughs> this is someone's, like, fetish. Is like, what? oh, I got you chocolate. Think? Let's let's dress you ourselves think this in guy chocolate. Has a, fe- has a fetish? No, but I'm or saying like to someone, they're reading this, being like, this isn't awkward at all. You guys were yeah. covered in chocolate. It's an expensive and, fetish. Dove. The chocolate, no, but uh, not not the. I mean, like With the, the price of the, the sheets. sheets. <laughs> yeah. Dove, we think could probably, you know, yeah, <laughs> live a little. What, is red flag <laughs> deal breaker. Someone, I think someone just someone. It depends, like, what their reaction to like the. The, if they were like, I'm so sorry. Oh my god, I can't yeah. believe I got chocolate all over your sheets by shoving little pieces of chocolate that I didn't even ask you for into my pockets. Yeah. <laughs> to me, it's not. It's the bad house guest is yeah, probably the, that's probably the best name for it. I mean, know. to me, this isn't awkward if they. She just like to me, like if you're having sex with someone and they're confident enough to be like, guess where I found the condom? It's in me. You know, like I right. that makes the next sexual experience better to me. Like to me, then the chocolate gets licked off of you. Right. Like, like I, I, I'm not blaming her or whatever. I'm just saying, like in this scenario where it's like you know, communication feels like it was lost here. Right. I think if it were done in the right way, it would be fine. It just sounds like he's some guy who like greedily shoved million, like ten pieces of dub <laughs> chocolate into his pockets and then just like decided to fuck shit up for no reason. Also, why weren't his pants off? If That's he shoved like, it that, in his pockets, that was another question I was wondering. Yeah. Right. Like why did he like? Yeah. Like why didn't weren't shouldn't they have been in his pockets? I mean, anytime there's yeah, there's and, and I'm reading this. I'm like, anytime there's been brown around, I'm like, okay, at least it wasn't shit, right? You it's know, like a dry <laughs> humping thing. Like, why was yeah? Why and were the, the pants? I guess it's hot. Do you not have AC? Like, were the chocolates like? I, I mean, mean, if you're having like sex, I can see why that would get sweaty or you know, yeah, the chocolate melting. I guess so. I, I that's a good way to see how steamy things are getting. <laughs> UUP Does the chocolate melt? Com, UUP. At Betches.com. Send in your awkward sex stories. We want them. We want to read them. We want to play them. We see it. We like it. We want it. We We got got it. it. 
You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Let's do another email. Let's do it. Okay. Hey, Jordana and Jared. First off, love the podcast. You made me become a much more sane and understanding person in my relationships. That's nice. Looking forward to seeing you both at the New York City show in November where I'm bringing along three love friends. Love it. Great. Tag a bitch. I have a problem with my current boyfriend I would love your input on. Over the weekend, I was helping my boyfriend pick out a tie for a wedding we are attending together. While looking at the pictures of his suits in his photos, I scrolled up too far. Yes, Jared, I was being nosy and noticed two poor quality nude photos of a seemingly normal looking girl accompanied by a Venmo payment for $10. One photo of a was of her ass and the other was her boobs. The Venmo payment was a series of fire emojis <laughs> that's annoying <laughs> i would fucking lose it I immediately, so- and she says i immediately lost it <laughs> saying you're paying for paying girls for nudes to which we responded saying they were amateur porn stars with snapchat premium accounts and it's just like paying for porn what the fuck is this normal i couldn't wrap my head around the fact he had similar photos of me saved on snapchat um or why he couldn't be a normal person and watch free online porn like everyone else. I have a theory, and please tell me if I'm on the right track. I believe the appeal here is that these are real girls sending photos directly to him, so it makes him feel like it's him, it's for him, rather than looking up something less personal on the internet. Is this micro-cheating? How concerned do I need to be about this? When I told my friends what happened, they were appalled and said that I needed to dump him. 
I will say he was extremely apologetic and swore he would never do it again. He also said that when he's hungover, he likes to jerk off an insane amount. So he likes to switch it up and doesn't want to constantly be asking me for news. This sounds like a lot of information. More context. We have been together six months. I'm 23 and he's 25. We knew each other in college, hooked up once when he came to visit and reconnected after I graduated via DMs. LOL. So, you know, that shouldn't the DM thing shouldn't be a huge surprise. He uh, <laughs> has never had a girlfriend before, so I'm excusing this behavior, but he doesn't know what is appropriate or not. Thanks for your input in advance. I don't think this has been covered on the show before. P.S. The Venmo was only screenshotted because she didn't said she didn't get the payment. Men are animals. That's so funny because I was going to ask about why would the picture of the Venmo payment be in his scroll? Right. That actually um, seems like a legitimate excuse that would be like very tough for someone to make up. I, th- I believe that excuse about why it was screenshotted. Oh, yeah. I, I, I believe everything. Right. I, 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 I think it's you believe hum- him. <laughs> I believe him. I believe he masturbates an insane amount. Right. That's such a funny thing to me. Can I like, say? Oh, I got to tell you, when I'm hungover, it is, I, I masturbate an insane amount. I lock myself in my room. Oh, my God. I get the creams. I get the candles. I get the tissues. I, um. <laughs> it's like, what a Wait, weird why do you thing. need to paint that picture for her? I, I that's what I'm saying. Wait, like, what's like, the... like, like, that doesn't help his excuse. Like, right. she's like, what about free porn? And he's like, you don't understand. I'm when I'm hungover. I, I need to mix it up. <laughs> An insane amount. Like there, there's literally, like. And, like there's an endless amount of porn on the internet, right. <laughs> like free porn. And then he's right. like, "No, no, no, you don't understand. It's not enough for it's me. It's not enough. <laughs> it's not. I need an insane amount. Right. You know, like I, I, like I'm laughing at that because the idea that he Let's masturbates. Call it how he justifies it in his head. I really need to switch it up. We call it a hat trick, buddy. That's when you masturbate three I, times. Have in you one ever day. done this? No, I've never done this. I've heard actually we, it exists. We, I'm we, not saying it's crazy. We got this email. I have to um, a few days ago, and since then I've seen another email that we received of someone who also discovered that the guy they were seeing was paying, paying for a Snapchat, uh, Snapchat, Snapchat nudes. Um, so I, this is I th- from what I gather from from all the evidence yeah. is that this is kind of a thing. Oh, it's definitely. This a isn't thing. like just his very 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 odd kink. This well, seems like. Sort of a thing that happens. Is it cheating? That's a different question. Here's, I don't know if this offers her comfort, but what you're saying to me is a comfort thing. Like, he didn't, you know, put on Craigslist, hey, I'm looking for someone who will exchange Snapchat nudes with me. Like, he didn't, he wasn't the HR department for Snapchat nudes. And I I know, I don't understand what what I mean is like, this is, there's a marketplace for this already built. So it's not like he was so in. It's kind of like if you have the tools, you will use them type of thing. So it's like what I'm saying is like one day you're masturbating to free. The next day you're like, well, I like this type of porn. I'll join a porn site that's specific to this. Okay. And it's not like he created. And then he's like the next day he finds. Oh, well, there's a bunch of women who will sell you pictures. So you're saying this wasn't like a. a uh What's premeditated necessarily? You can fall down the rabbit hole of paying for Snapchat nudes, right? And I'm not saying that's something. And like, I think the biggest difference I'm I'm like starting to come to terms with the biggest difference between dating now and dating for our parents is that we have to be that we are forced with the reality of disgusting, and like and and like this is 
and it's a lot of male stuff that you have well, to be put face to face with. But like I'm saying, I'm not defending him. I'm just saying I could see you start with a certain point. Like I don't know. This happens to women too. I, I mean, I've heard women say this, where it's like you ever masturbate to porn. You you, you don't watch porn. Not really. No. If you if you're a person who watches porn. You start at one video, then you end at the next video, okay. then you're at the third video, and then you're at the fifth video, and then you're like, and then you 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 come and you're like, oh my god, how did I get here? I'm not this animal. I don't watch this. You shut the computer. You clear your history. How weird like, does it get? It can get weird. Okay. I mean, weird enough to send someone fire emojis over right. Venmo. Here's like it's a normal thing. Here's my question about this though. Um, he sent. She's sending him a picture of her ass. Right or something like that. Are there aren't there so many like Instagrams out there where he could just like look at like why does well, he need the personal? That's my question. Is like why does he need this to be personally sent to him? Uh, that's where I agree with her theory. I have a theory. Please tell me if I'm on the right track. I believe the appeal here is that these are real girls sending photos directly to him, so it makes him feel like it's uh, for him rather than looking up someone less personal. I think that's right, but that's, that's part of the also f- like the more insulting part. That's. <laughs> Yeah, right. I mean, but like that's I want this to feel closer to someone I'm in a relationship with than not. Well, then that's where it's not <laughs> insulting, where it's like it wasn't a girl he met at a bar. It was a girl with a market. Like, at least you're dealing with a business person. Right. You know, like, it's like, but it, then it's why, like, it's isn't the same thing as he, he went to a prostitute? This like that, no, that I, to me, this to me seems like three steps behind seeing a prostitute. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you. I'm, I'm right. saying like, uh, you know, I'm saying it wasn't, you know, it's kind of like buying weed from a drug dealer versus walking into the store. Like, you know, like I maybe that's not the best uh, example. I, I, I just like for whatever reason, it feels more transactionary than it does romantic. Well, that's again like that. That makes me think of a prostitute. Yeah. Like one would how one would describe seeing a prostitute. So for me, like that would be my this itself, I think, wouldn't bother me as much as like the thought that this was just the beginning. And that if yeah. he's if his if his argument is like, I get tired of the same thing, I needed to like up it up a little bit. Sure. So I needed to get these personal things. And I'm, then I'm like, OK, maybe this isn't like that harmful. But like, what's the next step that you're totally like, that you're paying that you're like that you're sending it's like an email you're having it's someone like send you their underwear over one the internet. martini gets you drunk one night two <laughs> right. the next night well three, yeah the next and then week. the next thing yeah. i know like you have a prostitute addiction yeah like, because you, you always yeah. need to up it so for sure. me like that's it's not so much like this thing one off would be so insulting i mean it is kind of yeah just, the thing she should be most worried right. about is like wh- is where him, does that end is well where does it end but i think the if, the thing he she and i know this is not maybe people won't agree with me on this is um, he promised he would stop. Right. I think it's even better if he was like, this is my thing. Like, I, like right. if he was just like, this is my thing. Uh, Cause I don't think he is going to stop. I don't think he's going to stop either. It's not, I don't, I don't think it's like the kind of thing where he was like, Oh, let me try it. And then like, Oh, didn't work out. Well, I'm just so, never doing it. Like he's always, and even if he's not stopping, he still like wants to. Yeah. Right. And that's sort of more of the issue is that he wants to more but than it's what is. So, so is this guy supposed to be like, let's say she dumps him. Like, is this guy supposed to live in hiding the rest of his life? Like if they, like I know, like, is this kind of something like, how does he come out with this information of like, Hey, I love you, but this is kind of how I get like because we have on this show but talked about how like masturbation 
in a lot of sense, has nothing to do with your partner. Right. And I think that that's a fair, fine thing, but it's kind of like, where is the line? Between, yeah. Like, I, where is the line between this is like, nor this is okay, and this is sort of like veering on like a little bit of a sex addiction. Right. I, I, <laughs> and I don't know if you like agree with like that as a concept of like sex addiction or like things like that, but I do think there's a sense of like. I think sex addiction ag- exists, but I think it's blamed more than it exists. That's probably true. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm sure that's true of like a lot of OCD, right? Like, a lot know. of disorders and things like that. But there is a sense of like, if you have this like sort of insatiable thirst for upping your sexuality and like, and we don't think that I'm necessarily going to be enough in that, mm. like, and you don't think that the traditional ways that I that I find acceptable are acceptable to you, then that's like a different question of are we compatible? Yeah, yeah. Some I, some girls might. Find that to be more okay. Well, there's some girls that might be out there that go, this is kind of hot. <laughs> like, do you think there's a possibility? I think there is some, but not many. Well, the, yeah. that would go like, ooh, the idea that you're like a sexualized person that, you know, I don't know. Yeah, you, you're right. I, I, I like, mean, does I she just dump think, him? Does she dump him over? I this? think it's more of a conversation. It's more of a conversation of like, I don't want you to just like tell me to stop and tell you to tell me you're going to stop because I asked you to stop and like that you're just like like sort of like giving me lip service here. Like I want to find out like what the root of like what you actually get from this is. Yeah. Do you think it's something that like maybe we could like figure out sexually how I can somehow be incorporated into it or something that 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 makes me feel less like you're less kind of like violated or that you're going outside of our relationship. I think it's more of like, let's get into like what you're really getting from this. Maybe you can get it in a different way with the help of me or through some but, more acceptable. Well, this, means. Goes in, this goes into like, does everything get shared in a relationship? You know, is there a point where you go, do what you do and I'll do what I do on our own time. And like, like let's say there, let's say we go like, I'm sure there's gotta be someone listening. That's like married with mm-hmm. kids. It's like, yeah, this is my gate getaway. Like, right. and not everything. And I do agree with you. Like to me, like, you know, today it's $10 for a nude. Uh, two years from now, it's, we have a shared bank account and uh, right. Celeste and Phoenix is now a part of our family. Right. You know, like I, I, I do yeah, understand. I think it's like, can be like a little bit of a slippery slope. Of course. That. But then I also know that there's there's functioning adults that are, live amongst us every right. day. This marketplace exists because there's a pe- group of people out there that do this. I mean, I yeah, I agree. And I see I understand that side of it, too. I think that there is something to be said. That's why, like, I don't think that, like, people have to share, like, what porn they're watching or things like that. And I think this becomes a bigger question. The more technology advances, we're like someone like your dad probably couldn't really have done that kind of thing. It would have been if he he wanted to do something similar to that, he probably would have, like, had to go out and, like, seen an actual person. You have to you have the tools. So you use them. Well, now there. Yeah. Now there's like there's VR. There's VR sex there's like those i mean i just watched the whitney cummings um who has been a guest on this podcast yes, she, has. she just had a netflix special where she talks about like um the, these dolls that men the real they, dolls that, yeah, yeah that that they can get and they can have sex with and like she doesn't think it's that bad for women um but i think it and now it just kind of like changes the whole nature of like what does it mean to be like committed to someone what does it mean to you know like is it it's monogamy like the same have the same definition as it did years ago because yeah. there's so many different things like if someone isn't real if, like what if these Snapchat things were bots would that be like better I, 
Um, like, is it, is it the fear that you're going to be in a emotional relationship with that? I think we can all accept, like almost everyone in a relationship, I think can accept that, that the person that they're with is going to be like physically attracted to other people. Eventually. I am going to say I'm in a relationship. I'm not going to stop masturbating to porn. Right. Because I'm in a relationship, you know, like I, I, and I wouldn't expect that of her. Right. Um, but like I'm already by saying that me on a public show (laughs) that goes out to the millions and millions of fans at home. Right. I'm already in a different place. Like we've already moved the chess piece down the board a little bit. Like that wouldn't have been said 20 years ago. Maybe like, Mm -hmm. like what a person. Right. But it would have still been true. Would have still been true. Right. But you know, now that we're here, do we move to the next step? Like, when right. does it end? Again, slippery slope. Arguments and we've had that. You know, we had that uh, Kate Julian on our on our podcast as well. A different guest who's talking about the sex recession and mm-hmm. how, like in J- in like Japan, there's like all these like you know VR stuff things that are going on yeah. as well, and how that like that's changing like the world even more. Like, it's, I'm sure like 20 years ago, no one would ever admit to like having even a desire to do that. Have you if you caught your boyfriend with this, what would happen? Like this, you go, hey, happy birthday. Should we have a baby? And then you go, let me see your phone. And then you see this I'd picture. be like, listen, I don't want to get any more shit about the amount of Ubers that I take. You're paying $10 <laughs> to, this, to this girl it for would a, become picture a, financial of, a picture discussion. Man, that no. got very Jewish very quickly. Uh, <laughs> no, um, I think uh, I would be offended by it, I think, because of the fact that it's like a real person. But I mean, like he just went on a bachelor party. I don't think he like I don't I don't if he had like gone to a strip club and got a lap dance like mm. that wouldn't have bothered me because it's like it wouldn't have bothered me if it's like this one contained situation that's like not an everyday thing if it's like if every if every Thursday afternoon he goes to the strip club it's, like that that to me is more of an issue if that's like an ingrained part of his life rather so than what if every Sunday is I, ins- I have an insane every Sunday Snapchat chick. Sunday yeah I don't like that that's that I think is more of the issue for me is that like this is now like something you need rather than something that that you tried and was like kind of interesting and it's funny to me that like women hear things about a guy's sexuality like like uh, especially straight guys like when women find out certain things it's like like it it almost like turns the whole thing like 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 for her I could see where like I could see where she would go now that I know this I gotta be out I need a refresh. You know, I could see right. where she would end it. Because, because it changes a little bit about the way that you think about the person as like. I mean, I think that I don't think that it's that it's news or that it's totally out of like totally crazy to say that men and women think about things differently. Of course, I mean, and like the subject of this whole show. Right. And I think the idea that that a man could think like, oh, I could still be like a great partner and a great like boyfriend and and there for you in every which way but i also have this other side to me which is a little bit more animalistic but that's than, but, but like is, we don't i've never thought that way i've never had a desire to see like a, i've never had a desire to see a penis over snapchat ever in my entire life <laughs> but right is, but i don't think that that's like true of my boyfriend i'm sure like if someone sent him that that would be like more appealing to him than it would to me i can acknowledge that but like but like if, if i if, if like if tomorrow I found out that my girlfriend had this deep, dark secret that this is the thing she likes to watch. And 
not maybe not a Snapchat. Like I wouldn't want to hear that she had a relationship with one specific. Right. Like what if she was paying for dick pics on well, Snapchat? Well, <laughs> this is where I'm. I'm trying to put myself in the 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 emailer's shoes, and it's like. I guess I would mind if it was one specific person. I wouldn't mind if like they had like they're going around the horn. Like there's like set, you know, every She's day getting... she just picks a new Snapchat person to pay 10 bucks to for a penis pick. Then I that's w- better. Then that would be better. Because then me. that's less of like a relationship. Exactly. It's not like you've like formed this like and also there's a fer- version of mental masturbation that goes into the people you deal with online and the people that you like interact with that you don't know. You know, like right. you guys talk about mental masturbation here. You can do that with someone that you like have this masturbatory relationship with. So if like. Have you ever picked like do guys like envision relationships with. No, you envision fucking the girl. Right. But you like know? do you ever think of anything beyond that? No. I've accepted the fact that like someone I'm dating can envision having sex with someone that's not me in their head. And like but that's you wouldn't what porn to, is. But what if it was the same person every time? That would make me feel less secure. Yeah. I would so say. That's what yes. that's kinda like so right. if it's like I would like if it's like this guy has a thing for this girl and then it just turned into like a Snapchat thing, I would be like, Yeah, you need to like work this out or this is your type and I'm not really fulfilling that type. If it was mm-hmm. just the idea of like Or you have an insatiable sex urge and that's like a different issue. <laughs> if you have an insatiable sex urge, then you're not going to one specific girl. Right. Like you're not going, you're not being like, like, but if you're going to like one specific look that gets you off and it's a number of people, you're like, well, it's just, that's when it becomes just a fetish and a look. Right. I think there's also the thing of like, I don't, it's like, I don't want you to do this versus like, I don't want you to want to do this. Do you know what I mean? Well, it's like, I don't want one. You can't control. I understand you can't control one, but like one is almost. That's the almost like the more important one is the one you can't control. It's like I don't. But that's the one you if you try to control, you will be fucked like it's not going (laughs) to it's not going to work out well for you. Right. Because now you're like, you know, you're. you're But I'm saying with this girl with this guy where he's like, I'm not going to do this again. It's like I don't don't want you to I don't want you to not do this again because I told you not to do this again. I want you to not want to do this. Well, that's the (laughs) other thing. He might it might run its course for him. He might, Maybe. you know, you know if you let it happen, he's just like, ah, I'm not even really that into it anymore. You know, like I've kind of gotten over that phase of how I, you know, right. Down. It's the whole like forbidden thing. Sure. that's More exciting, perhaps. And then it's like, well, but then again, slippery slope. So I like, don't think he's a bad guy. I just think like, no, or I, that he necessarily thought of this as cheating. But like in some ways, I think I think this is one of those gray areas. We're talking it through. I don't think it's micro cheating at all because I. I think it's micro cheating. I you think do? it's just as I think it's it's micro cheating in the same way that if she were writing a a, a guy that she knew, the same guy emails about like intimate details about her life and like they were talking about. Like, but that's even more than what he's doing. That was micro cheating. Well, no, <laughs> like, this is like I think this is a sexual version of that. Yeah, this I, is like this is like a pen pal. You know, like those people with like those emotional affairs. Sure. I consider this like I'm the just, same amount of micro cheating as this emotional affair. I feel like you might feel differently if you went on Twitter right now and just went to like I'm telling you, you go on Twitter right now, you go to any of the trending topics. What Snapchat models do is they just tweet out, "Pay me for my pictures," and then write all the trending topics underneath, which is kind of funny. Because right. sometimes it'll be like, pay me for my pictures. And it'll be like, Hillary Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I don't understand. What does that mean? Because then? they want it to trend. Oh, so that's they, really funny. So if it's like, I mean, this is a little dark, but it will be like, pay me for my pictures, and underneath it will be like, mass murder. <laughs> you know, like right. like that's I trending. I think it's more just day. like I want you to be like a little classier than that. I know, and it's like that's well, my dream for you. I, classy, <laughs> classy is put out there for everyone to see it not classy is hidden and well, you've just found it right and that's why like you think of like it's funny the way you think of like these men like you think of like jfk as like a classy fuck boy versus like <laughs> that's someone thing, from like, bachelor in paradise the, the guy from the bachelor, they're like i know they're the same but like one just does it better yeah well or one <laughs> lives in <a laughs> but time. this is again this is what I was saying before is like we're put face to face with disgusting realities. Right. Now the more men are than, disgusting. Yeah. Like we like, but like, you know, we're put to face to face with women being disgusting too. look at, you know, how many pictures, I mean, look at how women act with their weddings, you know, like that's not disgusting. That's gross, yeah. You know, that's so like gross in, a, in a different in way, a different way. So like, we're all disgusting. We're all disgusting. But we're the title. <laughs> we're all gross. Yeah. Um, but I'm saying like, there's, you know, in a day, you know, there was a time where you had one woman on your block who was annoying about her life moments. Now right. you have a bunch of women on your Instagram block who are annoying about their life moments. Now, right. it used to be that one crazy dude that got caught answering the door with his penis out. And now it's a bunch of crazy dudes who are on Snapchat, you know, paying, paying women. This, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's just it's and it's a lot of this dating stuff. Like, like the fact that I have to explain who I follow to my girlfriend, you know, when their pictures come up and the explanation is never going to be wholesome. Like, why don't you just unfollow them? Because I got a penis. So then go and search for them. (laughs) Take the extra step. I'm saying they're there from way back when. Sometimes you forget (laughs) and then they pop up and it's like she's over your shoulder and she's like, Who's big ass Lisa? Yeah, and you're I, like, I don't know. Duh, I'm yeah, a, I'm a I get fan. that. I get her. I get her thing. It's and, like I don't want to see it in my face. In your yeah, face, I don't want it either. That's <laughs> a, I didn't mean for this Gross, to happen. Get out of here! Yeah, get out of here! Stop it! Scat! Scat! <laughs> big booty Lisa! Get out of here! <laughs> this is gross. You should just do that next time. Ew, next ew. time one of those pops up, you go. You should just go. Ew! ew oh, oh. Unfollow. Well, <laughs> And then Gross. I scroll up. I don't unfollow. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do another email. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. Hi, J&J. Listen to your podcast every week. Now, even my friends are hooked on it. I would love a guy's point of view on this topic. I have recently started planning my wedding. Ooh. Get ready to get disgusting. Get ready to gross. Gonna get gross. <laughs> That's what I should do every time I see one of those like big ass rings on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ew. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> I see a baby picture. Abort. <laughs> Your boyfriend would like that. Sure, he would. <laughs> my fiance and I have visited the venue we are going to book with my parents and met with a wedding coordinator. In the car after touring the venue, I mentioned how we need to look at booking a band, flowers, etc. He replies, do you have to put deposits down for these things? Are they refundable? (laughs) Oh, my penis just jumped off of my body and ran away because it was scared. Uh, (laughs) It's like a panic button. (laughs) What? Uh, So I'm clearly worried he's not wanting to get married. He also said the date is doable. (laughs) I think I could pencil that in. (laughs) That is doable. 
<laughs> yeah, I got a free Saturday. What? This yeah, I is... guess I guess I could pop in. I need to meet this guy. He is hilarious. <laughs> uh, if he's doing these things as a this joke, this is why men are so infuriating. I feel like this is how I would be, but I would be joking. You'd like, be joking. I, right. I would at, like. I, I love saying You'd be like Well I got a show At 9.45 yeah, yeah, So like if we in. make The ceremony At like 4.30 I just love Anytime I see a ring I go yeah I'm not a ring guy And then just see The steam come out Of her ears uh, So I'm clearly worried He's not wanting To get married He also said The date is doable uh, What do I do Do I say something Further We've had a conversation about it, and he swears he meant nothing about it. He swears he is ready, and he's just not—he's not just checking the next thing off the list in our relationship. I'm ready for brutal honesty at Jared. Ha ha! I trust y'all's judgment. Um, maybe this is just like the most chill guy ever. I don't know. I <laughs> part of me is like, oh, like maybe like we maybe there's this. I can imagine a scenario where he's like. Oh, we booked this band, but like maybe we find one we like more. Like, is it refundable? Yeah, these are like normal questions that like I think like depends on what context they're set in. Absolutely. Like we're reading this email now and I'm sure women are just like screaming at their you know, their their phone, just being like, end it. Like like and that's the easy well, it's like, thing. imagine signing your, like, wedding, your, like, your wedding documents, mm. and the guy's like, so, like, how long is, what's their cancellation period? So a 30-day right. return policy Like, you know, when you bitch. book a flight and you have 24 hours sure. to cancel it? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think this also goes back to, like, the initial conversation of this podcast, where it's it like, definitely does. guys <laughs> say things that we don't really know, we don't dig three levels down. Right. You know, he's... He and I, I think this also has to do with your the guy, your fiance. Right. Is, is he this, an enthusiastic guy who's like and then all of a sudden the vibe changed the right. minute the wedding conversation happened? Yeah. Like if he's this way with a lot of things, just because it's your wedding doesn't mean he's gonna change to be That's also true how he plans right. your yeah. wedding. If he's so. li- if he's kinda like chill about every dinner that you suggest Maybe like this is indicative that this is how he's going to act. Yeah. So don't be surprised uh, by the person that you've already been dating being that person. Um, if this is a total change in his vibe, like I do believe vibes matter. If this is like, yeah, I'm just ever since we started planning the wet. If this email and it doesn't say that. Right. It doesn't really give that much. It doesn't give that much as context. far as the context of like ever. If. if but I do believe she would have written that if that were the case, where it's like ever since right. the marriage he's, talk. He started being weird. If it's just these com- these comments and everything else is good, I think it could just be like him not thinking about like why you would take that personally. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wouldn't think about it. I like if you were like. If so he's what Mr. Logical, like my boyfriend is. Yeah. Mr. Fucking Logical. <laughs> Um, this would make sense. And he's like, yeah, like, we, I want to know, like, before I'm paying anything, like, if I decide we don't like it, we can get yeah. our money back. I mean, to me, I'd be like, what if I see a band that I love at another wedding? Uh, can we return this band that we've already done a thing right. with? What if we find a lower price somewhere else? Like, yeah. Is this- and they're even better. Like, right. I, I, these are all, like, the thing is, I understand she wants him to go... She she wants to say, what do you think of the date? It's not like he didn't show up to the tour of the venue right. and then was like, yeah, it's doable over text. Right. He was there with you. Right. He's 
touring the venue. He's like, yeah, let's do that's we could do that date. It's I think doable. words and actions have to be put together and right. also words with the previous words. I agree with that. My boyfriend is like that too. He's not very enthusiastic about like a lot of the things. So like it'll annoy me when someone's like to him like, oh, so how's living together? And he's like, oh, it's good. <laughs> and yeah. I'm like, what do you what do you mean it's sure. good? Like, well, I'm like, I'm like, didn't we discuss this? He goes, oh, yeah, it's it's great. We're having a great time. It's yeah. really. <laughs> yeah. I, I like if it, like, like if I was going great. through the wedding process, I would be I'm going to be who I am today. Right. Um, and. I think a lot of women, when they get involved with wedding planning, all of a sudden... They're like misenthusiastic, right? Enthusiastic. Yeah. Also, all of a sudden, they're an expert. All of a sudden, this is their Super Bowl. This is something they've... like. All, they're in fucking wedding mode. They're working out a different way. They, they, they're like... I, they're speaking a different way. Well, right. you know, the cousins will be there. You know, like it right. becomes... It's more become, serious for them. Right. I don't think they even know... I From knowing a lot of people who, who get married, I don't think they know that they're like becoming that person. No. Which no, is no, no, I no, think no. the bridezilla doesn't become a bridezilla overnight. No, she no, like no. slowly... Evolves. Evolves. Yeah. It, it, this is business to a lot of women. Like yeah. the, the, the wedding is, this is the day I show everyone who I am. And that's the issue with, with the weight that pl- is placed on weddings. Of course. Where like, it's your like, this is like my day of my life. Yeah. It is like, and like, it's, it's almost sad when that's the case. Cause it's like, that's like such an old school way to think about like back in the day before women sure. could have like jobs or careers or things that they were like really like you know they could really accomplish on Uh the same level as men like yeah that was like if you were born if you're getting married in 1940 like this is like the only day that anyone really gives a shit about what's going on with you and the day that you're (laughs) the most in charge of something right like you're the ceo of this wedding that's a a lot of women are this that's a good way to look at it they are they're like this is a reflection on them and the guy has no pressure and this is the pop this is their only like you can have kids and you're like this maybe the ceo of the household but this is your like public day to like absolutely to shine you have to understand how little pressure we have yeah i mean i understand that if it's a bad wedding no one looks at me and goes jared planned a bad way you know what right. i mean Did like you see the peonies uh, yeah. um <laughs> but i just think and also like no man has that pressure no man like well, i'm saying I, women shouldn't have it anymore either there's a lot of other accomplishments that you can have in life that are public that are like great I'm, that people don't need to focus on i am a hundred percent with you but i would understand why a woman would feel the pressure like right. i both can be true yeah no i understand it too you know and i because that's not totally gone, that sentiment. Not totally gone. But I think that... But and also, if you're planning a big thing, like, even the way my apartment is decorated. Like, if you walked into my apartment and you were like, you'd were like, you'd be like, a man lives here. Right. You know, if you walked into my girlfriend's apartment, you go, a woman lives here. You know, like, you would just know right away. And I don't feel any pressure. Like, if someone walks in my apartment and was like, Jared, what the fuck? You haven't hung up a single painting or whatever? I go, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> like, like I'm selling this place. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Harlem, great area. <laughs> um, but if if I I do think that, and this isn't fair, but if a, if you walked into a woman's apartment, and you were like, you haven't hung it, she would feel right a little more, shame more from ashamed. the community, yes. you know. So I think the same goes for a wedding. Um, and also, no guy's dreaming of his dream wedding. I'm sorry, I not a lot, not the ones I've met. Yeah, I've never been like a person. To, I don't uh, to dream about their their dream 
wedding either. I don't think it's yeah. like all women have that, but I do think that like that becomes. I think the more like of an insane lunatic you become about your wedding, the less you have going on in the rest of your life, though. Too. There's something to that. I, in my I mean, I I also know that like all my friends when I'm in, been at their weddings, they talk like this. They get the doable. Yeah. Uh, like they're well, like they're not going to be like, yeah, man. Like, have you seen like the centerpieces? Well, they'll they'll say like, <laughs> so. They'll go. My wife did a great job. Right. They don't sit there and go, look what we did. You know, like, right. like it's much less a we thing. Right. They're along for the ride. Did you see the Shh. accents on the invitations? Yeah. yeah that yeah, was yeah. my idea. My, that was all. Me- <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I so I think this is like one of those things for her, like. I wouldn't worry too much as long as it matches matches his personality his style. Personality. If it's ve- if, right, if he's usually very excited about things and like I, you know, I make fun of everything. If I'm making fun of everything during the wedding process, that means I'm being myself. Right. Like if all of a sudden I'm a different person, I'd be like, uh, "What's what's the deal?" Right. You know? if someone tells you who they are, believe them. Believe them. Let's all play right. some games. So. I was thinking, because it's August, I feel like yeah. it's a great month to be single still, but it's like one of the last great months to be single of the year. Interesting. What do you think are, the, rank the top months to be single? The top months. In order from, 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 from best to be single to worst month to be single. Best to be single to worst to be single. Okay. Um, see, I think fall gets underrated. You think as it's a good si- time? Great time to be single. Really? Fall's a great time to be single because there's not as much traveling. There's more people in the same centered area. Um, what do you think? Do you have a? You I have feel like it's already? like I feel like it's like June, July, August in that order, and then like you go almost like it almost goes like the reverse and order throughout the rest of the year. So down from there, or actually maybe it's more like I think the the worst month to be single is like December. Okay. So I'm going to say that. See, I kind of disagree. I think think it makes you feel very lonely. December to me is a great month to be single because no other parent, uh, no other family's holidays. No, where do we go? You get to be in your own home with your own fucked up family and not having to deal with someone else's fucked up family. I feel like it can be kind of depressing, though, because it's like a very like togetherness kind of feeling. Yeah, I could I could see that. And like it's to, the end of the year, you kind but of at reflect least things on your, going on. You know, like you of your loneliness. I yeah. I understand like the reflection, but at the same time, like there's there's holiday parties. There's the New Year. That's Year's. true. There's like, a lot of parties. There's things happening. Fair. Maybe it's January. January, February. I think those are the two months you want to be in a relationship the most. Right. There's no events in those months. They're cold, lonely months. And then you see like a vacation picture. You're like, ah, I would like to go on vacation. I'm like, well, I'm gonna go alone. You know, like, am I just gonna like do right. that? Um, I and, and you don't want to go out, but like you're also nothing to do if you're and nobody's out. There's no real like you know the sporting events. There's the Super Bowl, but there's no real events. Yeah, March also is kind of like that too. March is actually might be the worst month of the year. March turns up because of March Madness, St. Patrick's Day. At least there's there's like a glimmer of hope in March. Yeah, like I would say, like on the it would go for me February, January. Uh, this is in reverse reverse order. order. February, January, March, um, June. Okay. 
April. And then I think the, like those are the bottom. You think June and a- June is the bottom? I feel like June is like people are like out. June, everyone's shuffling around to get to where they're doing the summer. Okay. I think the best months to be single, August, September, uh, August, September, October. What about July? July is right under that. But I don't like I think I think the especially like the age group we're talking with right now, like mm-hmm. the the real center of our of our fucking pie. You um there's so much going on in the summer. People are so on the move that it's almost you, the only singledom you can have is with the people that you move with. Right. There's no like random so, like, the randomness comes in the fall when you're in a city, you have your home base, you know, like, there's people going out during the day. There's not as you much pressure. You get to meet everyone to, else's friends from the summer. Everyone else's friends from the summer. Every, uh, people are watching football. They're coming. That's they're, true. You know, there's, there's more. And then also there's not this, We're like. We're looking for stability. Yeah. There, there's also the, the, the lie of stability, the, the false stability. Because you're like, oh, we live in the same town. Like, and we're now here. We're, we're not here. traveling every We're not weekend. traveling every weekend. Like, I think August is a tougher month because there's just a lot more excuses to be given. That's fair. I don't really remember all of the months anyway, but I feel like this was a... <laughs> Did we get it all? Yeah, we got enough of them. All we're saying is get ready for September. It's going to be a Fuck crazy... September. There you go. <laughs> That's what we're going to start there calling. There you go. <laughs> Let's play some games. All right. Red flag or deal breaker. Um, She or he still keeps and wears their ex's clothing. My favorite sweatshirt happens to be my ex-boyfriend's. He let me keep it while we were dating. When we broke up, I never gave it back. My current boyfriend and I have now been together about eight months, and I wear that sweatshirt all the time when we are hanging around at home, and I'm always wondering if he would get mad if, if he knew where I got it from. It's fucked up. You think it's fucked up? It's fucked up. Like it kind. I know it smells like you now, but like it still has some of him in it. In some ways, I feel like it's almost a good sign because it's like it's not like it reminds her of anything that's like painful. It'd almost be worse if it was like I can't bear to look at it. Like it gives me interesting. Like I'm so like I'm so detached from this relationship that just like wearing this thing that he got me is just not even. Don't you think it's kind of a fucked up power play that the boyfriend doesn't know? And right, the fact that he doesn't know is weird. It. Yeah, right. like he, she's sitting in it, being like, "Look at this fucking idiot." Yeah, I think I'd be annoyed hanging if hanging out with my ex boyfriend's sweatshirt. I think I'd be annoyed if, like, my found out my boyfriend was wearing a shirt that like his ex girlfriend got him, and it was he wear it all the time. And he's like, "This is my favorite shirt. Right, just fits well." But on one hand, wouldn't you also think like, "Oh, if I'm wearing it all the time, like I just like the shirt." And like, yeah, but like the difference between a shirt and a sweatshirt is like, you're not cuddling him in the shirt. Like, right. like if it's like a nice shirt that she got him for his birthday, that's just a shirt. To me, a sweatshirt that you wear around the house is like almost a part of like the sexual experience. Right. It like, gets a little creepy. It's a little bit more Then it's like, you know, what are you holding on to? I know it's comfortable, but like. Would it be a listen, red flag or a deal breaker? It wouldn't be a deal breaker, but I would kind of be like. Like if I found out, I would be like, "He was here the whole time," you know. Like, right. like it's like a, it kind of feels like he's in. It the would room feel like us. a so- sort of betrayal, yeah, a little bit. And 
It's not a red deal breaker, but it's not just a red flag. It's more like it's it's in the middle. It's in the middle. I I'm not ending it, but I'm talking about it a lot to the point where she's where you're gonna you're gonna wish you never you never did that yeah you're gonna wish you never told me because i will make fun of it till the day on the one hand i do but on the other hand i do think like it's kind of a good sign in some ways it's i would be more think it was more of a deal breaker if they were like the sight of this sweatshirt makes brings me to tears yeah (laughs) well (laughs) well this is the other thing like what do you hold you know, if you were broken up with someone and you threw it away, you would uh, and then it would be thrown away. Like it's true. You could just toss it. You can just toss it. Like it's like it's kind of like the idea of like still following someone. On right. Instagram. And liking all their pictures. Like, yeah. Right, it's yeah. like it's a, you don't have someone asked me, why would you follow? We talked about this last right, time. Right. Why would you follow? I don't know. I'm just following. And um, and she's probably saying, I don't know. It's just a comfy sweatshirt. And it's like. Yeah, then get rid of it. You right. can find a new sweater. And also, if she's writing in about it, she obviously thinks about the fact that it's this not like she forgot where she got it. To, to the point where I have this like sinister thought in my mind, like her writing in about it makes me think she like puts it on and gets a little wet thinking. Right. Like, like while like he's sitting there or fucking almost, almost like a loser. power thing. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It feels like a power thing. Right. Little do you know. Yeah. I can, um, I can still get with my ex. That's right. All right. You idiot. <laughs> we got one more. All right, let's do one more. They don't know how to deboard a fucking airplane, which is the most simple thing ever. They get up as soon as the plane lands and try to jump the line and get maybe like two rows ahead and have have to awkwardly stand. I there. do hate that. When, yeah, when it's that, a hateable thing. I do hate when that happens. That's that's not the least favorite, I would say, time of my existence. Is deboarding the plane? Is that that moment when everyone's like half standing on the plane? The half it's stand, like, yeah. When you can just sit and it's gonna get you out no more right. sooner than the last. I think it, it also feels like that's an older person thing. Like, let me get out right like, away. It, it feels like we are all very like there's a generational divide. Like we're all very aware of plane stuff now. Like what's annoying, what's not? Because everyone travels a lot. Travels also like there's the internet plane, you know, there's passenger shaming. That's a, a very popular Instagram account. Oh, I've never seen it. I oh, have to look at it. It's a good, it's a good follow. Um, they put up people like, like I, there, I was in the bulkhead, you know, like the front seat of the plane. And I kept wanting to put my feet up on the bulkhead, but passenger shaming is like, that is a no, no. And I'm like, I get why it's a no, no, but I'm also like, I get why people you, are drawn to do it. You know, <laughs> like I, I had the moment where I was like, oh, no, put it down. You know, like, um, so I think a lot of this plane stuff, like we, we all hate it until it's us. Right. Everything's and, annoying until, until you got to go to the bathroom and then you. Sure. You know, I mean, sure I, there's exceptions. I Listen, if anyone follows me on Instagram, you know that I am constantly in awkward flying positions. Right. And it's like people are going to do what thinks they're best for them. If you're with someone who jumps up to do that, I would immediately go, where are you going? Like I like, right. That wouldn't be a deal breaker. Cause I would go, I would be like, Oh good. I have someone I can ask why they feel the need to do this. You'd be like, like now I have someone I can shame. Yeah. Well, shame or in, investigate. I want to know the, so I want to know the psychological so, so it's disorder. A green flag. It's a green flag. They're for me. crazy. <laughs> they're crazy. Who knows crazy. what they do in bed if they're running to the to the front of the airplane? As like you as got two ahead. Where are you going? Right. You you really needed to get out. Like, would you? What would you do? Um, I'd be like, you didn't wait for me. <laughs> <laughs> you should have held my hand. You should have dragged right? me ahead. Yeah. No, I'd be. Um, I think I would also be like, you know, like 
you're not getting off really any faster. Did I talk about the guitar here? No. I was on a plate and this is actually a crazy story. Oh, someone had their guitar like in the overhead bin. In the overhead bin. And the thing is, nobody is like, everyone is out for themselves on a plane. Everyone. Yeah. Like, so no one, it is the moment you realize that no one really gives a shit about you. I get on the plane and I go to put my bag above the thing and there's no room. And I look at the stewardess, I go, uh, uh, flight attendant. People can. <laughs> if you the want flight to specialist. Flight, the, yeah. The fli- you, I, I have a lot of flight attendants that follow me and I get messages from them because I put a plane stuff all the time. They're not called stewardesses. It's like that dietitian nutritionist shit. It's like no one cares but you. Yeah. I, 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 <laughs> Do you I ever don't hear sit, that from like a. I've never heard like that. A, if you're like call someone a nutritionist and they're a diet. They're like, I'm a registered dietitian. Yeah, it's yeah. like no one cares. Okay. Anyway. How much does it cost? You know, like. It's, um, um, but. The. So I look at the guy, I look at the flight and I go, I kind of like point at the guitar. I point at my thing and I, and I'm like, uh, what's the, what's going to happen? She's like, we're going to have to put your bag under the plan. I was like, I go, and I just look like, and I loudly say, I go, one is taking up the space of three. And I look at the plane and everyone's just looking down at their shoes. Like no one is like. He's right. Like it wasn't like everyone was like, "Hey, he's right." Oh. Or the person, the person with the guitar, he's just like staring straight ahead. Right. And then I put this up on Instagram, and this girl's like, "That was my dad." Oh my god! That's right. So funny. He's like, I told him the whole story, and he knew it was you. Like the whole thing matched up. That's very funny. So fuck your dad. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you to about your fans. Yeah, and thank you for following. Yes, um, that's but very yeah, funny. That's, what I, I don't think I heard that one actually. Yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, this was like a. Week. Well, people are probably looking down because like they're kind of like, let me like get my phone out in case this is an interesting sure, thing. Sure, they, they in case this escalates. They they did the thing head down, headphone off. Out, yeah. yeah, like I'm. Oh, I'm gonna hear. There's nothing I love more than when I'm I'm next to a couple on a plane that is fighting, and I oh. like have to pretend to not listen, but I'm I'm sure. trying to like lean in without like <laughs> with like while looking away. That is the greatest gift of any travel. A fight next to yeah. you, oh, like in God. that confined space is uh, like amazing unreal i mean i and i just then they took my bag put it on the plane and all like and also the guy put someone wrote back to me they're like guitars get smashed under planes and i'm like yeah that's not my fucking problem <laughs> like right. like that's between you and the airline just yeah. be you know whatever so airlines are the are the biggest target right now i feel like what do you mean just like everyone hates them well they're easy to hate yeah it's uh i'm a delta guy I've said it many times. I, I'm yeah. Delta True. Not sponsored. Not sponsored. I'm a platinum member on his way to uh, diamond status. Ooh. That's right. Um, so you know he's better than you. I am better than you. Um, but I I do appreciate how Delta runs their business. Like I see other people with like, like everyone's just going to, you're always, if you live, if you're living and traveling, you're going to have a problem. So it's easy to go. Look at this big fucking business fucking over the little guy. Right. You know, like that's the best example. But this was a fun one. This was. Uh, right. We're here every Wednesday. 5 Keep, p.m. Eastern. 5 p.m. Eastern. Keep telling your friends. We love the listeners of this show. Um, Cleveland uh, and Detroit. There's tickets left. Chicago, we're there tonight. I think there's probably tickets left. Uh, Toronto as well. We're there doing the live shows. New York. The tickets are live. We are out of the pre-sale zone. We're in the full sale zone. Get them. Uh, that's going to be an event. All of our live shows uh, works 
incredibly excited to do them. You can send in your emails, UUP at Betches.com. Uh, we'll be back next episode. Bye. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix, May 16th. Betches.